Hello and welcome to another episode of the Weird, Wacky and Wonderful Stories podcast with your hosts, Shelley and Bella. Episode 73 of the Weird, Wacky, and Wonderful Stories podcast. Are you mocking me? Hell no. Good. Because if you are, I was going to beat you up after this. Well, you don't sound like that, do you? No. Well, then what are you worried quite, about? Not quite. Every time somebody does an American accent over here, like even the comedians, they always got to over-accentuate. You guys do exactly the same. What was it you did when you were taking the piss out of me that day? Oh, Mary Poppins and... No, but I can honestly say that I have never watched a comedy routine back home where I lived for a really long time that mocked British people the way that British people over here mock and try to imitate the American accent. I think it's done in a nice way, though. I mean, when you think about it, the majority of movies that we watch over here and TV shows, popular TV shows, are all American. So, actually, they say that imitation is one of the highest forms of compliment. Flattery, yes. Yeah. Well, oh, I just forgot what I was going to say. I just forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> well, ladies and gentlemen, we'd like to thank you very much for tuning in to us once again here at the Weird Wacky Wonderful Stories podcast. Today is a coronavirus-free zone, man. Yes, please. Thank you. This, today, is your escape from the news media that is talking about all things... Corona, not to be confused with beer. Correct. This is our little escape. So okay, then, so be join quiet. us. So join us <laughs> on this on this lovely journey into crazy weird land for around forty five minutes or so. Wonderful! I live with it every goddamn day. <laughs> yeah, and you wouldn't have it any goddamn other way. Are you uh, allowed to cuss? Is that a cuss in in America? Goddamn, is that a cuss? Well, I I, I would. Am I going to have to put an explicit I, rating on this because we I, said that? I don't think so. Right, cool. But. The Bible would say that it is, because you're not supposed to take the Lord's name in vain. What about if you go, hot damn, because you can do hot damn as well, can't you? Uh, Why don't you just do hot damn, hot diggity dog? (laughs) (laughs) What is a diggity dog? I don't know, a dog that's diggity? What's diggity? I don't know. There was a dance, wasn't there? But was that something diggity? I don't know. Actually, I I tried to be cool there for a couple of seconds. It just didn't work. (laughs) I remember a commercial... When I was a kid. Wow. Bloody hell. And, um, really? Shut up. And it was like, well, I'm not going to sing it. I'm trying to think of what it was for because I can remember the catchphrase or whatever about it. Uh, I can't remember. You just said I remember the catchphrase uh, from I it. Can and then remember, you go, I can't remember. I'm not going to sing it. What? Why not? Because I think I've you've, embarrassed you've, myself enough. You've embarrassed yourself a lot more on this show <laughs> than anything you could do by singing a theme tune. <laughs> I can't, honestly, I can't remember the whole thing. It's like I can remember the first bit and then it, the rest of it's gone. Well, we'll do the start of it and then maybe one of our listeners will, will come in with the rest. 
Oh my God. Okay. It's like hot diggity dog. What you do to me feels so good to me. And that's all I can remember. There we go. So, guys, if you know what the hell she's talking about, <laughs> mail uh, even at wewackywonderful.co.uk. Uh, but I'm like so totally tone deaf. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know what? We well, could look it up. We could look it up on YouTube. That's okay because now we are totally deaf. Look- <laughs> Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Look up on YouTube, Hot Diggity Dog, and see what comes up. Okay, all right, I'll do it right now. Because it could even just be a song that I'm confusing, but I swear to God. Yeah, um, it's probably one of those. We're going to have to do a show on on that thing about where people believe that history is changing. Yeah, like, well, no, not that it's changing. Remember that thing that we did that one day about... Publisher's Clearinghouse sweepstakes thing? Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was really interesting, actually. There, see? All right, see? okay, 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 okay. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> Let's do it. America made the hot dog famous. Oscar Mayer gave it diggity. Hot diggity, dog diggity, So, okay, explain something to me. <laughs> What's a wiener? A hot dog. But isn't a wiener also like a private part? I don't have a wiener. I'm not saying you had one. Of either. I'm not saying you have one. I'm saying don't people call like a male appendage and a wiener as well? Well, well, well a weenie, a wiener. I don't know. What are you asking me for? I'm not like the weenie connoisseur and um, not connoisseur. <laughs> I beg to differ. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a weenie expert or anything. No, but it's an American thing, isn't it? We wouldn't say it over here, but I've just heard Americans refer to a guy's bits as a wiener. Well, it's almost like wanker. We just changed the vowel. Okay, so you just you you you've totally gone off on one night. Okay, so I have not. We are going to talk today about weird crazy stuff again that is in the news stuff that we haven't covered before so i haven't gone it. off so i gotta really haven't share some she's still going on <laughs> the other day i lost my wedding ring didn't i yeah well i didn't lose it i dropped it i knew exactly where it had gone and and when you say lost something you assume that you couldn't find it i knew exactly where it was i dropped it down the sink was it the sink or was it at. the toilet no no it was the sink and the maintenance man at this hotel that I was at, I went and saw him and I said, look, do us a favour, but my my ring has gone down the sink. <laughs> you can't think of ring in any other way now, can you, no. since, since I've told you what it means here in the UK. Yeah. Butthole, y'all. <laughs> so, yeah, I told him where it had gone and he managed to fish it out for me, thankfully. But, yes, I was really concerned because I lost my ring. So, this girl lost a ring that her sweetheart had given her, a US woman. And she is from Brunswick in Maine. Yeah. And in 1973, which is quite topical because this is episode 73, but in 1973, her name was Deborah McKenna. She left her future husband's ring in a department store in Brunswick in Maine. And sometime later, unfortunately, her partner died. 
Do you know, 47 years later, someone actually found that same ring. Where would you think it was found? It was lost in a department store in Maine. Yeah. Where do you reckon that it was actually found? In the restroom? No. No. But you in would... her sink? No. It's nothing to do with sink. I know that I started the whole thing by talking about losing my ring down the sink, but the only similarity was a lost ring. Okay. Uh, behind some shelf or something? or No, it wasn't found in the department store. It wasn't found on her person. It wasn't found on any of her property. It wasn't even found in Brunswick. It wasn't even found in Maine. It wasn't even found in the United States. It was found in a forest in Finland. Oh, but how do they know it's the same exact ring? Because it's a high school ring, apparently. Yeah. And it had her partner's initials carved into it. There was only one ring that was actually given out in 1973, one type of ring. So it had to be of this class of 1973. And that was the only one with his initials on. So, yes, they were able to identify that that was the actual ring. Wow, I wonder if they could trace it all the way back and figure out who the person was that found it. Were they a tourist in Finland or well, whatever? I have, I still have my class ring. Do you? Yeah, so I got it when I was like 17. I still have it. That's pretty cool, but it's not in a Finnish forest, so not as cool as this one. Nice. <laughs> no, I mean, I mean, no, no, don't get me wrong, you have I a classy worked, ring. I worked hard for <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God, okay. Yeah, anyway, so yeah, I think that was a really nice story, to be honest. Yes, it was. It's like one of those, what, billion to whatever, like DNA test positive, you're in trouble, this is definitely your ring thing. Yeah. <laughs> so, check this out. A man filmed himself, I don't know whether he was going to put it on social media or whatever, but this was in Texas, and he filmed himself opening a tub of ice cream and licking it. Oh, ew, and then putting it back. And then putting yeah, it back. Yeah, ew. Did you hear about this? Yeah, ew. He was jailed for 30 days. Yeah, that's disgusting. Yeah, that's pretty bad, isn't it? You wouldn't want to go and buy that ice cream. Well, that's why every time you get hooked on an ice cream, you should make sure it's one that has that little thing that you've actually got to pull off after you take the lid off. Well, the film underneath. Yeah, because a lot of them, it really is just lift the lid off and there's the ice cream. Yeah. That's disgusting. I know. I don't know why he was doing it. Well, because he's a dick. Yeah. I mean, that's like, oh, never mind, it's a corona freezer. Oh, he was. He was doing it to post on social media. He thought it was going to be funny. He was also sentenced to an additional six-month jail term, probated for two years and ordered to pay a $1,000 fine and $1,565 in restitution to Bluebell Creameries, which had to replace all of its products in the freezer. Tell you what, that was one expensive little lick of ice cream, wasn't it? Well, no, it wasn't just one. It was doing it several. It happened in a a Walmart store in uh, Port Arthur. Mm-hmm. Yeah, apparently the surveillance cameras showed that he took the Bluebell ice cream from the freezer and bought it, which wasn't captured on social media. So he did actually buy it, apparently, but he didn't post that part to social media. So what, he bought it and then went back through and licked it and stuck it back in the thing? Yeah, he basically took a Bluebell ice cream finally from the freezer and bought it, which wasn't captured on the social media video. So it was his ice cream? I guess so. Yeah, so he licked it. He bought it, he licked it, he put it back. Yeah, and then he went back and then he bought it, apparently. But, oh, right, But I didn't see. post that part on social media. So the social media went out with everyone thinking that it's okay to oh, go licking ice cream right, and putting it yeah, back. okay. See what I mean? 
Well, that's a bit shit, really, then. Why? But the thing is, like, the how is, does you know he how social know? social media is. It becomes a trend, and then everyone starts going out and licking yeah. ice cream. Plus, the other thing is, how would he know that in the time it took him to... Move away from the area and then come back. And then, yeah, yeah, and then come back that he was actually buying the particular ice cream that he licked. Yeah, I don't know. Well, I don't know either. He's a naughty whoever man. whoever you are, that's disgusting. Yeah. Let's talk about disgusting. We might be able to now expand the boundaries of your idea of disgusting or, or maybe even bring them in a little bit. But my ideas are disgusting. Oh, boy, let me tell you, my idea of disgusting is, well, my tolerance for things disgusting is probably much better than yours. But well, let's continue. I agree, I agree. But we'll talk about that in a minute because i got a really funny video to show you in a minute and I'm going to put the link in the show notes for people. But that's coming up in a second. So Yeah, well... Just... Just have a listen to this. So the researchers are trying to find a new product that they can use instead of dairy, okay, because obviously we're talking about the fact that cows, cattle, etc., they are increasing the greenhouse effect by farting, basically. And so... But they ain't got nothing on you, but okay. So thank you very much. So (laughs) what they're looking to do is over time, I guess, this is why the whole push towards veganism, etc., is reduce the amount of cattle so that there is not as much of an issue with greenhouse gases. So they're looking at alternatives to dairy, and we know things like almond milk and that sort of stuff, okay? But there's a new type of butter, okay? Belgian researchers have actually figured it out. Is this going to be breast milk butter or something? No, no. Although I would rather eat breast milk butter than this. Scientists at Ghent University in Belgium, and Ghent is spelled G-H-E-N-T, are experimenting with lava fat to replace butter in waffles, cakes and cookies, saying using the grease from insects is more sustainable than dairy produce. That's disgusting. So what they do is they soak black soldier fly larvae in a bowl of water. They put it in a blender to create a smooth greyish dollop. Yes, they actually describe it as a dollop. And then use a kitchen centrifuge to separate out the insect butter. That's making me want to barf. If that's making you want to barf, then... The only thing worse than that would be cockroaches. I said cock. (laughs) (laughs) Look, this is... Looks quite nice, doesn't it? The cake that they made with that, but that's what it's from. Yep, that's maggots. Ew. That's disgusting. But, you know, people are looking to eat insects now. You know, maybe it, it will be okay in the end. I don't know. But I guarantee you that a little bit down further down the line, they will find that actually that is now caused a problem somehow in the world because now there's no soldier flies, which are not, I don't know. Yeah, spreading the shit. Yeah, exactly. There will be some kind of offset, I'm sure. Would you? No. Eat, you wouldn't eat a cake that you knew had been made from no. insect butter. No, because do no. you know how many insects are in everything that we eat every day because I they fall into know. machinery? And in- I'm good not knowing that. That can remain a mystery in my mind. But you know what? Maggots actually serve, or can serve, or used to serve as a medical thing. Yeah, I know. Because yeah. they eat the ooey rotting flesh or gangrenous sort of stuff in a lot of wounds in people. And they come, they bring them in and they stick them in their leg and then they come back every like couple of days or whatever. Oh, I can't believe they make cake with maggots milk or fly milk or whatever. Ugh. So there is a new thing going around the internet 
okay, whereby adults are making their kids wretch for fun, and it goes onto social media, and they're making them wretch by smearing either Nutella or peanut butter onto the child and telling them that it's poopy. <laughs> right? I knew that you would find this interesting. And we've got to do this to Bryce before he edits the show so he doesn't know, right? And see if it has the same effect. I'm going to do it to you. Fuck off. I, I, yeah, well, okay. But... But look at this, right? So I'm going to show you one. And again, I'll, I'll I'll share this in the show notes, guys, so you can have a look at it as well. This particular news article has got several videos in it. Okay, but have a look at this, Bella. I got, what? What's on you? What's on you? <laughs> Are you okay? <laughs> <laughs> it's not It's not poop. It's not poop. It's peanut butter. <laughs> <laughs> and it instantly stops. It instantly stops when they tell them that it's not. I wonder if they. You're, you're crying. You've no. got tears. <laughs> I wonder if that. You have to ask yourself if that could be a form of child abuse. But oh my god, that was fucking funny. <laughs> it's great, isn't it? It was really good. I mean, that that little girl's face was hysterical. <laughs> I'm going to so do that to you. <laughs> come you can't do it to me because oh, I have, know it we now. Have, we have that stuff at work, right? I'm going to come home and have it on my arm or something in a while and, tell you, and you're going to see it and be all like, <laughs> Oh, I tell you. Well, it, that happens anyway with me. You know what it's like. I know. It's amazing. You're, probably, if I go, you're if, probably gagging because you're thinking about gagging. Do you know what? It's true. But... <laughs> The thing is, is that I've got this thing now where I gag when I'm cleaning my teeth. But it's because when I first started on the medication that I'm on at the moment, I was just gagging all the time anyway. But now, I'm, um, do you know my mouth is watering? You know when it waters yeah, a lot yeah, when yeah. you think you're going to be Don't sick? barf on my end, but barf no. the other way. So my gagging is still carried on when I'm cleaning my teeth. But do you know what I've noticed? It makes it worse. If there's a hair in the sink... If there's a hair in the sink or something like that while I'm cleaning my teeth and I look at the hair, I gag. Well, it's a good thing you don't have to clean the shower drain trap thingamabobber. Well, it's you're the one with the freaking hair. It's your hair. I don't care whose hair it is. Well, it's... no, that, that's why. Well, I okay, but I am the only one that cleans it out. So therefore, you have no right to moan about it. No, 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 I don't. I've never. I'm not moaning about it. I'm, I'm I, retaliating I, to you, saying I clean out the I shower do, trap. Well, I do. I'm just saying, if you ever need to barf because maybe you eat something you shouldn't have or something oh, like that, that'll work. Just go lift that up and have a good, good look at it. <laughs> oh, you're drooling. No, no, I'm gagging. <laughs> No, I'm good. I'm good. It's funny, isn't it, how certain things just... But that was brilliant with those kids. And I, I've I've lost it, so I need to try and get it back because there you was some other... You lost it a long time ago, and I really don't think you're ever going to get it back. But whatever. Is there another one? Yeah, I'm just looking for it again now. Okay, here it is. I got it. So there's another one as well, which I, I haven't watched these because I've just got them ready for you. Here's the next one. This is a young boy this time. Pass me a bear boy, please. Oh, dad! Have you got your bum? No, pass them. Pass them. Get them for us. Oh, get 
It's amazing how early you learn that shit is gross. Yeah, well, the interesting thing there was the kid actually got it back on the parents because it wiped it on the kid and then the kid wiped it on the couch. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, no, I, it's amazing <laughs> the kind of things people do. Did you ever do the thing with Bryce when he was young where you would get like a bit of lemon or something like that and get him to try it just so that you could see the look no. on his face? No, I didn't. I remember reading something a while ago that people were getting really upset because, you know, they would give them their kids some, you know, something sour or or something spicy just to see their reaction. Well, the thing is, Bryce was such a picky eater anyway. I just decided best not to mess with that because... Yeah, how terrible would it be as a parent, though, to give your kid something that you know would, you know... Speaking of somebody trying to get a reaction out of a child and giving them something... <clears throat> what about when we went to cheddar? Hmm. Oh, with the mm-hmm. with the chili. Well, to be yeah, fair, no. I didn't think it was going to be as hot uh, as it actually yeah, was. Well, yeah. <laughs> I I did some. How old was Bryce then? Twelve. You'd only just you hadn't long moved here, had you, Bryce? Well, we went out to cheddar for the day. Cheddar actually being the real place where cheddar cheese comes from, and it's a beautiful place. It's a gorge, so you've got cliff side the side and you kind of go down through the valley and it's it's a really nice place if you ever come to the uk or if you live in the uk and you've got a couple of hours to kill and you're in the vicinity go and visit cheddar it's not too far from stonehenge so actually if you do come to the uk to see stonehenge then then nip the cheddar as well you'll have a nice day but they had this one cheese place and in there you can go around sampling all the different cheeses and chutneys and all that sort of stuff that go with it and there was this chili jam and it was a sign, to be fair, that said that it was hot. And Bryce was a very, very, very picky eater. Uh-huh. And I thought that it would be funny to get him to try it, really. And I told yeah, him I yeah. tried it, and I said, oh, it's lovely, it's beautiful. Oh, you want to try this? Great. Oh, wow. And so he stuck the whole thing in his mouth. He didn't just, like, bite a little bit off. He stuck the whole thing in his mouth. And the reaction was instant. Yes, it was. And, and the- then, hold on, and then he, this wonderful thing sitting next to me, decided that is no way it was that hot and thought that Bryce was exaggerating. So I tasted it, and then me and Bryce went jetting out of the store, running down the road, trying to find something to drink, because <laughs> it was that hot. It was horrible. Yeah, it wasn't my finest hour. No, it, well, well, it may feel... have been your finest, like, five minutes, because you were laughing your ass off at the time. But Well, <laughs> I was at the time, but then when I saw you guys book it down the street, and yeah. looking for somewhere. And in fact, you went into a shop that sold cold drinks and you just literally went in there and opened one and drank it yeah. without paying for it or anything. So I knew that you guys must have been yeah, in Yes, so and then you came up behind to pay. Yeah. <laughs> 
pay. <laughs> yeah. And so I, I do regret it. I do regret it. But to really? be fair, Bryce, yeah, I do. But Bryce is much better with spicy stuff now. And I think that he said to me once, actually, that there was nothing, there would be nothing that would ever be that spicy. So do you know what? Now we can eat spicy food. We ought to go back to cheddar and get him to try the same thing. I bet he'd be fine. Yeah, probably. Yeah. It's your fault. The reason he likes spicy food is your fault. It's his way of having a coping mechanism to keep you from being mean and never doing that to him again. I wasn't being mean. Mean. Uh, well, I was I was doing exactly the same as these people <laughs> doing with the gagging. It just had to... Yeah, uh, more. well, I know, I know. Yeah, okay. So, did you know that a UFO has recently been seen over Massachusetts? Mm, I think I'm... Might have read something about it, but... It was shaped like a key. A key? No, I don't know about this. Yeah, now this is... Do you know what? This kind of thing I actually think maybe of all of the UFO sightings that are reported every day, it's things like this that I actually give a little bit more credibility to. Not least because there's actually videos and photographs of it, but also because it looks like a key. It's not your quintessential... UFO shape. It's a disc that, you know, someone's thrown a frisbee with foil wrapped around it in the light, you know. Who would think up this to actually be a UFO? So I'm just showing Bella this now. So that's not zoomed in at the moment, okay? But when you actually see it zoomed in, look at that. Doesn't look like a key. A skeleton key. Doesn't look like aerodynamic in any way. But then again, if these things are traveling using well, some kind of the way they slow themselves down. Well, yeah, it could be. It could be something like that. But then if these things are travelling through the fabric of space-time and actually not linear travel, A to B, then would it need to be aerodynamic? Yeah, maybe it just goes, oh, there's the black hole that'll take me to wherever. Yeah, wormhole or something, yeah. yeah. Wormhole, that's it, not black hole. Well, worms have probably got black holes. I heard something the other day about how there's black holes that suck everything in and then there's white ones that push everything out. Is that true? I don't know about... A white hole. I've never heard of a white hole. <laughs> Did you just want to get me to say white hole? Is that what it was? <laughs> Let's have a look. I'm, I'm dread on Googling this now. What is a white it's, hole? It's true. In general relativity, a white hole is a hypothetical region of space-time and singularity which cannot be entered from the outside, although an energy, matter and light can escape from it. So, yes. Yeah. See? And you thought I was being rude like you, and I was actually being... You said white hole and then laughed. Well, it's power suggestion. Yeah, okay. Like that one time... You remember? At band camp. You told me that there was no cell reception and I should buy a international calling card thing. But and I was I being did. serious. I was being serious, though, because where we were going in Cornwall notoriously was bad at that time for cell reception. Uh, okay. Yeah, no, that was me telling the truth. I was trying to help you out there, and it worked. The cell phone worked. <laughs> yeah, uh, I see. So you just thought you'd be mean to me. Funniest thing I did when you came over the first time was we went to a place called Flambards in Helston in Cornwall, and there was a World War Two. Oh. <laughs> yeah, there, that was funny. There's a World War Two section museum. Yeah, and they've actually got mannequins set up as you go through, so you, it's as if you're walking through like villages or whatever during the London Blitz. And I was wearing a green, almost like military style jacket and some like combat trousers. 
And I put myself amongst these mannequins and stood there totally still and held my pose. As you walked past, I scared the crap out of you. But then I told you to watch this and I stood in an area where there weren't other mannequins. So it looked like I was just the (laughs) only one. And a woman who we didn't know came up and touched me thinking, (laughs) he looks realistic. I thought it was really funny. (laughs) Yeah, she had the shock of her life when I I said, what are you doing? Or, Or ouch or something. Yeah. So talking about the shock of your life, did you know or did you see in the news that police are going nuts in Spain because some real bright spark, and I think this is amazing. (laughs) Oh, you would. As a really big dog, and I mean the dog is huge to be fair, and what they've done is they've cut the dog's hair so the dog looks like a lion. Now, I don't know what type of dog this is. I'm just scanning through the story now to tell you. But the fur of the animal looks like it could be, you he's know, got like a lion. A, he's got like a mane and a little poofy at the end of his tail or something. Yeah, I mean, they literally cut the tail so it looks like a lion's tail as well. Yeah, it doesn't say what type of dog it is. But again, you need to look at the show notes, guys, and you need to look at this dog. It looks like a freaking lion. But of course, the police are going nuts because people are phoning in their droves saying that there's a, a lion walking the streets and it's not, it's this dog. Lily's going to get groomed soon. Can we, like, leave her a little poof at the end of her tail and leave her little feetsies furry and her ears? And what then- could we make her look like? <laughs> She's, An idiot. She's a little <laughs> yeah, She's a little brown thing. I mean, what can we make her look like? That sounds like you're saying she looks like a turd or something. She's beautiful. She is beautiful. But she's, she's a beautiful She's got an alfalfa on her head. Thi- well, yeah, she does. She can't help it. I don't know what we could get her to look like. Certainly what we could get her to look like that would scare the piss out of everyone. I don't think there is anything because she's so meek. As soon as somebody screams, she'd be running away. So... You know sometimes you do something really nasty to the dog and you tie both of her ears together with a hair band? It's an elastic hair scrunchie. It's not like I'm using a banana clip or something. I'm not hurting her. No, but you pick both of her floppy yeah, ears up so that they're on top the, of her head. Yeah. And then you hold them there with, with a yeah. scrunchie. And to be honest with you, she doesn't even try to get she it off. Doesn't she doesn't care. care. But she looks like a cock. Right, but look at this. There is actually a dog with one ear, and the dog has Aww. one ear on top of its head, and it looks like a unicorn. They've called it unicorn dog. Well, there's another one I saw about a little puppy who had a tail growing right out from his forehead, half of a conjoined twin or whatever. So right. he's got a tail sticking out in the middle of his forehead. Ah, I can't remember what they named him, but they named him something sort of Probably appropriate. Unicorn. But no. But so he so that dog only had one ear. Yeah. Did it work, or was he deaf? Well, no, it didn't say that he was deaf. I think it worked. I mean, he's only only here in one direction. <laughs> it's like a it's like a satellite dish. Yeah. That's nasty. We're taking a piss out of a little dog. He's only a puppy. I know. Look for the look for the puppy with the tail out of his head. No. Oh come on! I want to remember what his name is. And anyway, he's really cute. He got adopted. Okay. Oh yeah, that's him. Isn't he cute? See, they did call him Unicorn Puppy Narwhal. Narwhal. That's what he is. We spoke about this on another show. Anyway, Narwhal. He's cute. I yeah. would have liked to adopt him. What would have been really cool is if when he wagged his back tail, his front tail wagged too. I wonder if they wagged together in unison. That would look <laughs> weird. 
I think they said that it doesn't do anything. It just hangs there on that puppy anyway. But that's why I was asking, does that one dog, Kenny, hear? Because, you know, that's a whole complex system. Well, did the tail on the other dog's head wag? I just said in the article, I think they said that it doesn't, it just fops there. But the ear one, I wonder if, you know, is is it just the ear flap or can he actually hear? No, no, he can hear. Aww. I've got a nice story here. So I thought that was a nice story. Well, it's not nice for the dog. He's being picked on in all the playground in school. All the kids are calling him one ear. Unicorn. Well, yeah, but I'm sure he's loved at home. I'm sure he is loved at home. Yeah. So. <laughs> this is. Wouldn't we get in trouble for that? Like, is there some law that says, like, if you're on the radio, you can only have a pause that's a certain amount of time, and yeah. if you go past it, you get fined or it's, something? No, it's not a law. What it is is that the most radio stations have a system whereby it will look for dead air, it will check for dead air, and if it finds dead air for a period of time, then it will automatically play a message saying something along the lines of, you know, we apologise for the breaking service but blah 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 cool okay let's try that ready we're gonna pause anything happen no it didn't happen oh darn it but (laughs) i thought you were gonna play some like brilliant little oh this is an alert (laughs) really i thought you were gonna do it's your idea well no but it was only a half an idea see when we actually you know planned (laughs) that that's what exactly we get so this is really cool so in North Carolina, there's a place called Goldsboro, okay? And there's this police officer, Michael Rivers, who they say is a veteran. You guys call everyone a veteran of everything, don't you? You know, if you've been working in Walmart well, you, for no, five years, you're, you're, a, you're a veteran of Walmart. I don't think that's what they mean. I think a veteran in the true sense, where they've been in the military and been... Oh, is it? And been... Oh, right, okay. So bit, they're not bit, saying bit. that he's a veteran of the police. Well, he may be. He might be... Yeah, it says, it says, Officer Michael Rivers is a veteran of the Goldsboro Police Department in North Carolina. Well, maybe that means it's over a certain number of years. That's what I'm saying. So can you be a veteran in any field? I wonder if you can be a veteran in stupidity. What if you're a veteran veterinarian? That would be really, you know, inconvenient, (laughs) wouldn't it? I've I've been a veterinarian for the last 50 years. I'm I'm a veteran veterinarian. Try to say that really quickly, like veteran veterinarian. Veteran, veteran, vet, vet. Yeah, that's a way to keep Bella quiet for a little while. (laughs) So, I'm going to get on with this anyway. This police officer, Michael Rivers, who's the veteran from Goldsboro Police Department, North Carolina. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on, or I'll be the veteran of this podcast. He was driving down a street, and he happened to notice that there was a homeless lady. You know, when we used to go to Walmart. No. <laughs> With no. the greeter. <laughs> uh-huh. You've already told that I on know, the show. Know, There's I no know. need to take the mickey at me with that again. No, do you remember when we used to go to White Marsh and we would come off of the highway and then we would turn right down the slip yeah, road. Yeah, there would always be and then the we would turn sitting there. Right, and then when we come to the main travel lines, there were homeless people there, wasn't there? People. Yeah, holding up signs. So it's the same sort of thing with this woman. She was on like that grass verge between the roads and she had something on her shirt which says that homelessness is the fastest way to become nobody because people will just suddenly, I guess... Not even look at you. Not even look at you because they don't want to make eye contact with you or whatever. 
So he drove past her and he happened to notice this was written on her shirt. And, you know, I guess it sort of tugged at his heartstrings a little bit. So he drove back and he asked her if she'd eaten yet today and he, she said no. So he went away again and came back a couple of minutes later with a pizza for them each. Look at that. That's really cool. And he sat on the verge with her for a while. And he, and he just ate pizza with her and drank soda. He was there with her for 45 minutes and he said they were just having a chat and everything and she was a really nice lady. And, yeah, I just thought it was really lovely. The officer himself is only 29, so it's not like he's a veteran at 29. Come on. How can you be a veteran at 29 years of age? Anyway. I don't know. I don't make up the veteran rules. We'll have to look at it. Anyway, whether he's a veteran or not, he's definitely a nice guy. The woman's name was Michelle, or certainly identified herself as such anyway. But yeah, I just thought that was a really lovely story. Yeah, it, it was. And there were people that have gone past and tweeted it. And in fact, there was somebody that drove past is why we've got this photo here, because they literally just took a photo of it and said, law enforcement does so much for our community, with a lot of it going unnoticed. We see you, Goldsboro PD. Keep up the good work. And there was a photo of him sharing his lunch with the lady. I think that's one of the most beautiful pictures I've seen in a long time, that. Yeah. I really do. I think that should win some awards. Very nice. Anyway, have you got anything? Well, I saw a thing on the internet about a guy who blew up his yard because he didn't like roaches. (laughs) So, yeah. So he decided, in his infinite wisdom, to pour gasoline in the backyard. Yeah? Well, well, the nest was down under the... Well, I guess. I mean, you know, I wasn't there. but (laughs) But anyway, so he lit a match... And he threw it in and nothing happened. So then he lit another match and he threw it in and nothing happened. So then he went to throw in another match and his whole yard exploded. <laughs> yeah. What a fucking idiot. What an idiot. Why, would you, why would you pour fuel down a hole and light it and expect that everything was going to be fine? Well, the funny thing is there was a dog in the yard as well. And the dog had enough sense to be moving out of the way. <laughs> the dog went through this. <laughs> dog was like, fuck it, I'll be right behind you waiting to see what happens. See, our um, dog would have just went and jumped in a hole. Yeah, our dog would have gone, ooh, <laughs> light. Yeah, There's a shadow created by that match. <laughs> wow. Did it kill the roaches? I don't know, but roaches, they say, I don't know if this is true or not, but that roaches can survive a nuclear blast. So probably not then. How annoying would that have been? You totally... Trash your garden, and the roaches are like now fuck off into the house because they're like we haven't got a garden now. So yeah, right. Thing is, right. I don't like roaches. I'm terrified of roaches. Can't stand the thought of them. And one time, I was living in California, and I opened up the pantry and I saw one, one roach. But see, where there is one, there are many. And I was freaking out. I was throwing everything away, all the cereal, everything, because of one roach. And then I'm like on the phone to the maintenance people saying, you need to come over here and spray for roaches. I just saw a roach. And they were like, a roach? (laughs) Like, yeah. (laughs) See, the thing is, the roach is probably walking through. (laughs) And, and then no, all of a sudden yeah, he sees, going, and all of a sudden he sees this woman throwing all the shit out, and he just walked back out, and he said to his roach mate, "He said, hell, there's no point going in there. That woman's fucking crazy, man. She's throwing all the food away. <laughs> Ain't nothing in there. That's, this house is clean. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ain't nothing for us here. 
Damn. But I, I don't know if it's true that they can survive a nuclear blast, but they're hard to kill, and they're very crunchy when you step on them. I was going to say, I've stepped on them before, and they yeah. are really, really crunchy. Ugh. You can eat roaches, can't you? No, I can't. No, I think I, I, I cannot do. eat a roach. I am sure that my gagging reflex will take over, and I cannot eat a roach. Well, what makes you gag other than roaches? Okay, we've we've established roaches. What else makes you gag? <laughs> oh, stop it! <laughs> All right, guys. <laughs> Maybe we should go now. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Thank you once again for listening to the show. I did not expect that to go that way. Uh, um, thank you very much for tuning into the show. I've totally lost this now. You know that you can reach us via our website, weirdwackywonderful.co.uk. You can also get in touch with us, mail at weirdwackywonderful.co.uk or via our contact page on the website. You can also reach us via Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. And you can, if you like, search Weird Wacky Wonderful on Amazon and even find some of our merchandise. Yeah, man. Which would be absolutely amazing if you could buy some of that so that we can go out and buy some hand sanitizer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, this is a corona-free zone. Yes, yes, yes. No, no, I want hand sanitizer to wash your mouth out, you filthy woman. Yes, yes. <laughs> so anyway, guys, thank you very much once again. And we will see you on episode 74 next time. Make sure, as well as staying safe and well, that you also stay weird, weird wacky, wacky, and, and wonderful. wonderful. <laughs> <laughs>